Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up, what's up, what's up? This episode here is episode 98, 98. Shit, two more episodes to go to that monumental 100th episode. So, of course, as usual, thank you all for your support. Thank you for all who take time out their day, afternoon, or evening to listen to the podcast. Whenever I drop an episode or if they go back and listen to the old ones, I'm truly thankful and I'm appreciative of those. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, this episode here, um, well, first, you know what I usually do. I usually give my little, you know what I mean? I usually give my, you know, history lesson for something that happened in 98. And, uh, I can only think of, I think probably two of them off the top of my head. I think probably two of them I could think of. Um, obviously in the NBA, you know what I mean? Um, this is when the Bulls, uh, won their last championship. The dynasty was over, um, after the Bulls beat the Jazz in six games in 1998, which by the way, ESPN is going to be dropping a documentary on that sometime in June, which I'm hating by the way, we got to wait all the way to June for that shit, but it's going to be worth the wait. I can guarantee you that, um, me being a basketball fan and me being an NBA fan, and even back then, being a Bulls fan because of Jordan, I'm, I'm quite sure it's going to be a hell of a documentary, so I can't wait for it. Um, and baseball, um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, my Yankees, haha, <laughs> we went on to win another World Series. Um, I believe this was the first of three straight World Series. I believe we swept the San Diego Padres four games to zip in the 98 World Series. Um, and I believe in football, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Denver Broncos wind up winning their second 
um, championship back-to-back against the Atlanta Falcons, if I'm not mistaken. I'm quite sure I'm right, though. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm, 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 I'm quite sure I'm about 85, 90% right on that. But uh, again, this is episode 98, and this episode here is going to be a short one. I promise y'all it's going to be a short one. You know, I don't really like using that word promise because my grandmother always told me promises is like pie crust, thin and easily broken. So I'm going I'm to I'm just try to promise y'all on this one. I promise that this will not be a long episode. Um, I'm only going to do two segments on this one. Um, obviously, Super Bowl is coming up. Um, so the Super Bowl is Sunday, so of course, you know, I got to give my predictions and, you know, give my thoughts on that and my opinions and whatnot, and I'm also going to speak about, um, obviously, you know, we received some bad news, um, not only in the NBA world, but also in the sports world with, um, NBA icon Kobe Bryant, um, pass, un- um passing away, um, unexpectedly um la- early la- early last weekend um so now you know it, it's it's this whole thing about you know Kobe possibly um becoming the new logo for the NBA so I'm going to give my opinion on that and do I think it's the right thing to do so those are the two topics that's going to be on this episode so while we're at it um let's just get into you know, some, you know, on the bright side, you know, I'll save the Kobe segment for last. Um, the first segment, obviously we got Super Bowl weekend coming up. Um, well, we got the Super Bowl coming up. We're now in the Super Bowl week. Um, obviously on Monday, you know, it was the media week. Um, both teams look, 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 they look good. They look ready to go. Um, they answered, they you know, they answered their respective questions. You know, nobody really took any stabs at each other except for Frank Clark going at D, um, D Ford, um, who's now playing for the 49ers, who used to play for the Chiefs. So if y'all don't remember, um, last year in the AFC Championship game, D Ford, um, in some people's eyes, was the reason why the Chiefs didn't go to the Super Bowl. Um... Brady did throw an interception. I will admit he did throw an interception, but the call got overturned because D Ford, you know, had crossed the line of scrimmage and it was an offsides call that reversed the call and the rest is history with the Chiefs not going to the Super Bowl. Now Frank Clark pretty much felt the need to, you know, throw his little first stabs, you know, at D Ford, but D Ford is going to be inspired though. I'll tell you that much. You know, he's going against his former team, and I'm quite sure he has in his mindset that that's the reason why they got rid of me, because of that. Oh, we didn't go to the Super Bowl because they blamed me for that. So now he's on the 49ers, which I didn't really think he suspected that they'll get to the Super Bowl, but now they're here. And, you know, I'm 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 eager to see how this Super Bowl is going to turn out. Um... As a sports fan, I have to be honest, I'm hoping that this Super Bowl is better than last year's. Now, even though my Patriots won, but that was a low-scoring game. You know what I'm saying? That was a low-scoring game. That was probably one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever seen. And again, my team won, but that's not the type of Super Bowl 
that I want to see. I want to see action pack. Um, I'm not saying the score has got to be 40 to 30 something, but I got to see some action. It wasn't really no action in that game. And I think this game, we're going to see a lot of action. You got a high powered offense and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs with, with all his weapons that he got going up against a top notch defense and the San Francisco 49ers with Nick Bosa and Richard Sherman and those guys. So the the chess match, the back and forth is what's going to be interesting. And one of the outtakes for me is um, to think that this Super Bowl, Bleacher Report, they just put out um, a list of basically 25. Well, I'm just dissecting it from their power rankings of 25 players, the top 25 players in this Super Bowl game. 13 of the top 25 are 49ers. 13 of them in the top five are 49ers. I'm, I'm just going to go down a list of some of the names. I'm not going to go through the list of all of them. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is number one. You know, if Lamar Jackson didn't have the year that he had this year, that MVP race would have been very interesting. Um, it would have been Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, the triple threat of the MVP would have been something spectacular. Um, Jimmy G was number sixth on the list. Um, Frank Clark, number nine. He plays for the Chiefs. You got Richard Sherman that was number three. You got Nick Bosa who was number three. I mean, Richard Sherman was number eight. Nick Bosa was number three. George Kittle was number four. Travis Kelsey was number five. To think that those two guys was right after each other, like before and after each other, that tells you because for us football fans, the t the the two tight ends that we look to, that's the creme de la creme in the NFL right now at this present moment, is Travis Kelsey, George Kettle. Those are the two top tight ends in football right now. You can't go wrong with either one of them. You cannot. Um, they both can catch. Um, they both can block, um, they both can make, you know, they both can get you extra, extra yards after the catch. So depend, like depending on what your scheme is on offense, you can go, you can go with whichever tight end you want. Um, but I just think, I, I, I honestly think one of the things that I'm looking forward to in this game is I want to see the chess match between the Chiefs, I mean, not the Chiefs. The 49ers defensive coordinator going up against Patrick Mahomes because I think in order for the, the Chiefs to win this game, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have the game of his life. Now, for some reason or another, they have already put him in this greatest of all time conversation, which I think is too premature. It is too early to call that shit. The dude has only played two full seasons. He's been in the year for three seasons. Three seasons on pa on paper. Technically, he's been in this, he's been in the NFL for three years, but he's only played two years. And y'all already got him in this greatest of all time conversation. Or can he be the greatest of all time? The dude hasn't even played in that many games yet. Is he exceptionally talented? Yes, he is. Absolutely. But this is the one thing that I hate about sports shows and 
media heads, they are so quick to crown these players and put them in these pedestals and they haven't even put in that much work in yet. They haven't. Patrick Mahomes hasn't put in that much work yet. MVP. Yes, he has one season MVP. But I can say this, though. Since he's been in the league, I can honestly say I've never seen him throw a bad game. I've, I've never seen him have a bad game. From this season to last season, I've, I, I have yet to see him. I have yet to see him have a bad game. So on that one, I give him. But for people to crown him the greatest of all time or, or he can be greatest of all time if he wins the Super Bowl, I think it's premature. Like that conversation is too early. He, he got to put in more work. Dude got to put in at least six, seven more years before we even have that conversation. But I am eager to see his chess match against Bosa, against, against Buckner, Armstead, D. Ford, because remember, remember D. Ford used to play for them. So I'm quite sure he's feeding that energy. He's feeding, you know, some things to that Niners defense as far as they they do this scheme or they 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 check down at this time and shit like that. So I'm quite sure D. Ford, as he should, he's he, he's getting that Niners defense ready for Patrick Mahomes because it's going to be something interesting to see. I'm also interested. To, I'm also interested to see how this Niners defense handles all those weapons with the Chiefs. I wonder. I, I, I'm. I, I'm honest. I'm anxiously waiting to see who Sherman is going to take. You know. I, I'm. I'm because for me, it's either Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins. In my honest opinion, and me, me from the competitive standpoint. I honestly want to see if he can tangle with Tyreek Hill. Now, Tyreek Hill, we already know. He's faster than the motherfucker. We know that. I'm eager to see if Richard Sherman, you know, can tame that. I'm, e I'm, I'm eager to see how that's going to play out. But I honestly think he'll wind up getting... He'll wind up getting Watkins. I honestly think that he'll wind up getting the second receiver. Because in my honest opinion, I mean... If 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 I was the Chiefs defensive coordinator, I'm doubling Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I'm putting two men on him. Definitely. I'm definitely gonna have a corner right there, and I'm also gonna have a safety right there lined up, ready, ready, ready to come after him as well. I am not having single coverage. I'm not having single coverage on Tyreek Hill. He's getting doubled. Definitely. He's definitely getting doubled. And if anything, I might have to double Travis Kelsey too. Because once Patrick Mahomes get in that red zone, you best believe t Travis Kelsey is going to be getting a lot of those catches. A lot of those catches. But I honestly think that if the Niners have any chance of winning this game, if the Niners have any chance of possibly winning this game, they cannot let this be Patrick Mahomes against Jimmy Garoppolo or Jimmy G. It can't, it, it can't be a slugfest with those two. The key to the Niners winning this game is this, and it's very simple. Keep Patrick Mahomes' ass on that bench, which means if, 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 if Jimmy G has to be a game manager and keep those chains moving, or if the Niners can have an encore or have somewhat of a running game like they had against Green Bay, 
they got a good chance to win this game. You cannot make this a slugfest with Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy G. Because if that's the approach that the Niners are going to take, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Because, again, in my honest opinion, since Patrick Mahomes has played, I have not seen the Chiefs have that many games where they didn't score 30 points. They didn't score 30 points or close to 30. So this is going to be a slugfest. I honestly, I honestly think it's going to be a doozy. I think it's going to be a slugfest. But I honestly think that in order for the Niners to win this game, they cannot make this a slugfest. They have to they have to keep Patrick Mahomes' ass on that bench. Have him get agitated. Have him get tired of not being in the game. And keep that Chiefs defense out there and make them suffer. But the Chiefs, they got some experience out there. You know, T. Suggs, he used to play for the Ravens. So he got some Super Bowl experience. I just said Frank Clark. So with all the shit that he's been talking from the end of the game and the, and, and the championship um. The AFC Championship game, talking about Derrick Henry, even prior to that game, talking smack about D. Ford, he has to live up to that this game. I like Hickens, um, Honey Badger. He's definitely he's definitely motivated in this game. Sorensen, you can't sleep on him because he had a he, he had a, he had a, he had a real good game against the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game. But I will say this though, Kyle Shanahan, being the coach that he is, a former offensive coordinator. The Niners are very familiar with trick plays. They're very familiar with them, and they do it very frequently. If you remember that game, if you, uh, if you remember that regular season game when they played the Saints, they did a lot of trick plays in there, a lot of trick plays. So if the Chiefs' defense can read them and be ready for them, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a goodie. The Niners got a lot of toys. I mean, the Chiefs have a lot of toys on offense. But so does the Niners. They have receivers that can catch. They have receivers that aren't scared to block, which is, um, you know, Debo Samuels, um, Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Um, they run a game. They got a three-man They got a three-man roster back there. So I'm quite sure all three of those guys is going to be getting a lot of runs in this game. But again, it's like I said, the key to this game for me. I honestly think in order for them to win this game, they're going to have to keep Patrick Mahomes on that sideline. They're going to have to keep those chains moving. That's the only way they win in this game. They cannot make this a slugfest. They cannot make this Patrick Mahomes versus Jimmy G. Because if they do, Kansas City is going to win. And they're going to win by a landslide. Um, now let me give my opinion on who I think is going to win. Because all week, even last week, People was asking me, who you got winning? Who you got winning? I honestly, at that time, I didn't know. But now, as we are getting closer to the Super Bowl, I got to make my pick. I got to make my pick. And if I had to pick, honestly, I really don't care who wins. I don't have a horse in the race. I really don't care. I ain't got no money on the line for neither one of these teams. But as a fan, I have to be objective. And for this game, I am going to go with <sighs> You know what? Being that Patrick Mahomes is a brother, 
I'm going to ride with the Chiefs. I'm going to you know what? I you know what? I'm going I'm going to ride with the Chiefs on this. Um Andy Reid needs this Super Bowl win. Because I mean as 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 much as I think he's a phenomenal coach, um people want to put him in that elite class as a head coach. I can't put you in that class yet unless you get a ring. I can't put you in that class unless you get one. And, you know, it's go time now. You know, this is your, you know, you've been, you, I believe you've been to six AFC championships. Four of them with the Eagles, two with the Chiefs. Two times you've gone to the Super Bowl. One of them you lost. This one you got to win. This one you got to win. If you got if if they're gonna put you in that class, um, the Niners, they know a thing or two about championships, you know. They 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 know a thing or two about championships. Um, their last Super Bowl victory was in Miami, you know, Super Bowl 29, 94, when they wiped the floor with the Chargers with you know Steve Young, Jerry Rice, Ricky Waters, Prime Time was you know was on that team, so. The Niners know a thing or two about playing in Miami. It's a new, it's a new stadium. It's not Joe Rubby Stadium, but Miami is Miami, so they know something about that. And speaking of the Niners, let me give a little trivia for y'all real quick, which hasn't really been spoken about in, in this this Super Bowl week. When you hear this episode, can y'all name me the last quarterback that took the 49ers to the Super Bowl? No, it's not Steve Young. So don't say it's Steve Young. It's Colin Kaepernick, okay? That's the one thing that they're trying to bloviate over here. Not one time have they mentioned their last trip to the Super Bowl. Not once have they mentioned it. They've mentioned the last time the Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl, but not once have they mentioned the last time the Niners was in the Super Bowl. But I'm going to mention it. So, yeah, the last time they was in the Super Bowl, Colin Kaepernick was their quarterback. They didn't win, but he still took them there. So, you know, again, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to see how this Super Bowl is going to play out. Um, I, I like both coaches. Um, luckily for Kyle Shanahan, he has his father, um, Mike Shanahan, who used to coach the Broncos, you know, also overseeing and, you know, helping out with um, – Helping out with his son because I'm quite sure he's not going to just sit around and, you know, not help his son out in the biggest game of his career as a head coach. So I'm eager to see how this is going to play out. So, yes, there you have it. I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Um, I want to see I want to see a brother walk off with the trophy. So maybe it's an emotional pick for me. Um, so there you have it. Like I said, my Super Bowl prediction I have the Kansas City Chiefs defeating the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know what the score is, but I just think that Patrick Mahomes on this stage, if he can if he can garner up a lead quick, which is going to be tough against that Niners defense, he could put that pressure on Jimmy G. Because, I mean, for a lot of people, they feel like Jimmy G is the weakest link on that team. So if Patrick Mahomes can start this game off on the right track, and garner up some points quick and make this a throwing game where Jimmy G is going to have to throw the ball to win to win the game for the Niners. 
I believe Kansas City got this by a landslide, but we shall see. It's going to be a good one. The Super Bowl goes down this Sunday on Fox, 6.30, and may the best team win. That's the best thing I can say about it. Um, it's a wrap for this segment. Um, I, again, like I said, I'm only going to do two segments on this episode. So when your boy comes back, um, I'm going to speak about should the NBA um, change the logo from Jerry West to Kobe Bryant after his untimely passing. So again, this is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, The Hoods ESPN. This is episode 98. Your boy will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Holla at your boy. This is Lucky Lefty the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. Really quickly, I just want to say thank you so much to Dre Day. Dre Day actually did my drop and he did an amazing job. I want to say thank you once again. But other than that, definitely follow his podcast. His podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. He's streaming on so many streaming platforms for podcasts just like myself. His podcast is about unfiltered um, opinions and such about the sports world from NBA to MLB to wrestling and I wonder if he does MMA that's a very good question Dre Day please answer that for me you can follow his Instagram handle at sportsway with Dre Day podcast and also that links to his other social media pages but once again his podcast is sportsway with Dre Day podcast definitely check him out and once again thank you so much for the support you know all we can do is spread love is the Brooklyn way what up, y'all? This is your boy Aaron Kendrick representing Kendrick Sports Talk podcast out of Northern Arizona. I want to show some love to my man Dre Day on Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. Keep it real, Dre. Keep dropping that sports knowledge. What's goody, man? It's your boy Artro Almighty from Elevated Thoughts and SLA and Chill podcast. Uh, also, the SLA Network repping at Archer Academy. But hey, this your boy from Oklahoma City a.k.a. Nompton, Oklahoma. Uh, just checking in with you, man, and letting y'all know you're now rocking with the Hoods ESPN. My guy, represent Brooklyn, New York. Dre Day. Sportsway with Dre Day. Let's get it, man. Right now, you guys got it locked into the podcast that talks about all things sports, and that is Sportsway with Dre Day. And for myself, I'm Lewis from Life Uncensored Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, even Google Podcast. All you got to do is type in Life Uncensored. Let's get it in, Dre. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Episode 98, final segment of this episode. Um, Again, for us basketball fans true basketball fans, we took a big hit, major hit, um, last weekend with the unexpected passing of NBA legend, NBA icon, Laker great, um, Kobe Bryant, and his daughter, Gigi, and seven other passengers um, in a helicopter accident that actually took place um last Sunday. It's still fresh, obviously. Um it set it's it, it set the world in shock mode. Um honestly, I'm still in denial about it. Um you know, watching you know how 
how much love he's getting, you know, how ESPN and NBA TV and TNT have put out these specials for him. It's, it's, I, I, I can say it's a breath of fresh air, but it still hurts. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's still, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's still, it still hurts. And it's like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's tougher than the mouth. Like, it's like, this is, this is not an easy pill to swallow because for me, and I know I'm getting off topic on this. I want to talk about, you know, should Kobe be the logo or whatnot? And I'm going to get to that. But, you know, for, you know, for me being a basketball fan, a diehard basketball fan, finding out about this, it's like losing a family member. You know what I'm saying? I said it in my previous episode, and I have to keep saying that because I literally grew up watching this dude. Like, literally. Um... And just the way he was as a father, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way he was as a father to his daughters. Obviously, the one that's always talked about the most is Gianna because she was trying to follow in his footsteps in being a basketball player. And the fact that they went out the way that they did is still disheartening. You know, it's still hurtful. You know, it, it, it just, it's painful. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kobe was one of those dudes where it's like, we, man, this dude, he ain't going nowhere no time soon. You know, this somebody that's going, like, he ain't going nowhere no time soon. This dude going to be like 80-something. Down on his deathbed, probably. But not like this, man. Not like this. So, yeah, like this, it's, it still hurts. It's going to take a while to heal. But, again, with his mentality, the whole Mamba mentality... He would want us to keep going. He would want us to keep, you know, pushing forward. So even though, you know, they, they had the TNT special a few days ago where Shaq was pouring his heart out. And I, and I felt for him. I felt for the big fella. I, I truly did. It was tough for me to watch that. Even though it was, even though it felt good to hear the stories, but to hear, the, but, but to watch these men, not, not say there's anything wrong with men crying, but to see Shaq in that state, it was tough to watch. To, to see Jerry West pour his heart out, you know, it was hard to watch. To see Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, Ern, um, EJ, um, Reggie Miller, D. Wade, um, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, to, to have all these guys on there say their, say their great stories about Kobe and how they found out about the news and breaking down and crying like it was tough to watch it was real tough to watch but again Kobe would want us to go on he would want us to go on he would want us to put our big boy pants on and continue to go on with the process keep it pushing move forward and that's what I'm sure I'm trying to do as a basketball fan a diehard basketball fan of his I'm quite sure anybody else that's that has a sport podcast, they're going to try to take Kobe's advice from up above. Move forward. Move forward. His legacy will his legacy will live on. I will see to it. I will see to it with that on my end. And I'm quite sure everybody else out there that's doing this podcast and 
that's doing a sport podcast can agree with me on that. You know what I'm saying? As far as what we can do to keep his legacy going on, um, I'm quite sure the Lakers, obviously, we know they're not going to forget about Kobe. NBA, they're, they're never going to forget about Kobe. Just the sports world in general. Because it was so much of a hit that the sports world took. Not just NBA. Sports world in general. Now let me get to what I really want to talk about. Um, A petition has actually, you know started to commence and that petition is is to now make Kobe Bryant the logo now for those of y'all who don't know who the logo is the logo for the NBA is former Laker great Jerry West and it has been for about 50 something years for 50 something years and honestly it's now 2020. I think I found out in 2011 or 2012 that Jerry West was the logo. So for all these years, I did not know who the logo was until 2011, 2012, when I found out Jerry West was the logo. Uh, a young, a young man from Canada. I know. I'm going to try my best to say his name right. Nick Yard. Muktadr, I think, I think, that's his name. He was the one who started this petition. He was the one that started it. He was the one who instituted it, and so far, over two million signatures he has received. I ain't gonna lie, I'm one of them. You know, it was a day I was getting ready to leave. I, I was on the train, getting ready to go to work. And um, I wind up see, I, I wind up I wind up seeing the petition um, on Facebook. So I believe one of my friends had it on their page. I clicked on it. You had to go through it to see, you know, what you had to do. Signed up. Bam. Now I'm one of the two million people that think that it's time for Kobe Bryant to be, you know, the logo. And a few hours after his death, this is when the petition was launched. And, you know, some of the quotes that he said, so the reason why he was doing it was, he said his initial goal was just to get 100, just, just to get 100 signatures. He didn't expect it to come out the way it did. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, for the longest time, I'm not going to lie, I always said that I think somebody else should be the logo. Because for me, I always thought Jordan should be the logo. And I've been said that. But being that he has the Jumpman logo, I think it's impossible. I think it would be, I guess you could say, a conflict of interest for him to have the Jumpman logo and also the NBA logo. So I, so for me, I always, you know, felt that, you know, it was time for, you know, a new logo. No, not the Jerry West at all. Like, what he did in that time... Is what he did in that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, this young man said Kobe was a hero and a role model. Listen, for a lot of people, they could say a lot of people could say he was a hero and a role model. I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Again, when I played ball, I was a two guard. 
I was the off guard, shooting guard. Who was the two players that I idolized for that position? Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. What was their signature move? Fadeaway jumper. What move did I pattern from them? Fadeaway jumper. So, and just his, and just his competitive nature, I idolized it. I totally, I totally idolized his competitive nature on the basketball court. So, obviously, when this petition started, you had a lot of players, well, a few players say that they was with it as far as having the logo change. Jamal Crawford tweeted about Kobe, you now, you know, hoping that Kobe can now be the logo. Um, Larry Nance Jr., who used to play with Kobe, tweeted, I'm all in on this. So right now, it's a lot of people already up for Kobe being, you know, the logo. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, it took for his death for it to be the case. But, I mean, I, I honestly think that it's time that he does be the logo. Because, again, icon status. True icon status. Just think of how he's... Just think of how he's being revered now, which unfortunately, I hate the, I, I hate the fact that, and, and this is just for anybody, I hate that it has to take for you to pass away for you to get the love and recognition. Because again, when the GOAT conversation is talked about, can we all admit Kobe's name was never mentioned? Never. It was always overlooked. It was either LeBron or Jordan. Jordan, LeBron. Kobe's name was never in that conversation. Now everybody want to put him back in that conversation because he's gone. And I think that's unfair. Because he should have been in the conversation to begin with. He should have never left. He should, he should have never left the conversation. He should have always been in it. But the point is this to stay on topic, and that's with Kobe being the logo. Just think of, again, how he's revered now that he's gone. You've had some players who used to wear number eight. So far this week, you've had about four or five players change their numbers because they wanted to honor Kobe. Spencer DeWittle, who plays for the Nets, he used to wear number eight. He changed his number to 26. Quinn Cook. He didn't wear number eight, but now he has a new number, 28. And he's using Kobe's old number, which was eight. And he's using Gigi's number, who was, which, which, which was two. So he's using, he's using those two numbers to honor them. Okay? The Sixers, I forgot which game it was. I think it was this a few days ago when they played the Warriors. You had them come out in Kobe jerseys. Sixers Kobe jerseys. Some of them wore eight. Some of them wore twenty-four. They even brought out his high school jersey. Uh, they brought out his high school jersey. Um, just a lot of people were honoring him. Terrence Ross, who who plays for the Magic, he wore number eight. He's now changed it to thirty-one. Why? Because he wants to honor Kobe. He doesn't want to wear the number no more. Zaire Smith, who plays for the Sixers. He used to wear number eight. He changed his number to five. Kimber Walker, he, he's, he's undecided on what he wants to do. 
Because right now, currently for the Celtics, he wears number eight. But, you know, I guess he feels that, you know, he wants to honor Kobe by wearing the number. You know, he wants to make Kobe proud by wearing it. So if he still wants to wear it, cool, I'm all for it. But, you know, just the hit that it took when we received that news. You had grown, grown, grown ass men weeping like babies. That right there tells you the impact that Kobe had on people. Not just basketball players. The whole, the whole, the whole sports world took a hit. The whole sports world took a hit. Russell Wilson couldn't play that day. Chris Paul couldn't play that game. That, that particular game. They even canceled the Lakers-Clippers game on Tuesday. Because neither team was ready to play. Neither team. You know, Doc Rivers, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the press conference he had when he found out about the news. That shit broke my heart. Like, that shit damn near made me cry even more watching that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say this, though. I want to give props to Trey Young and Devin Booker. Because on that day, for their respective games, both of them, both of them took 24 shots in both their games. They both took 24 shots, Kobe's old number, and they both combined for 81 points. You don't mean to tell me that Kobe was in the skies watching that? You don't mean, you don't mean to tell me Kobe was smiling down watching that? I'm sure he was. Buddy Hill had a career game against the Timberwolves not too long ago. To honor Kobe. You don't think that made Kobe proud? You don't think the black mama was smiling down on that? I'm sure he was. Just, ju just by the way he's being revered right now. At this moment, I think it's time that he should be the one to be the logo now. And on top of that, I mean, I don't want to, you know, sound selfish or nothing. But he's more of a proven winner than Jerry West. Jerry West has been in the finals nine times, I believe. He only has one championship. One. He's a hell of a general manager. He's responsible for Shaq and Kobe being in L.A. He signed Shaq as a free agent. He traded, he traded with the Hornets for Kobe. So he was the birth of that dynasty that the Lakers became. As a basketball player, we know what he did. It's obviously he was nice. He was the logo. But Kobe... Five championships. And countless other awards. I think it's time that Kobe should be the logo. Because again, it can't be Jordan. If I had to choose, it's Jordan. Clearly, Mike. But being that he has the Jumpman logo already, I don't know, you know, if that suits well with him being the NBA logo. So in my opinion, I think it should be Kobe. I don't think the colors should change. And change it to Laker colors. But I do think Kobe should be the logo now. I truly think so. So, again, that petition is still out there. For people that are interested. You know, just type in, you know, Kobe logo. And follow the certain links. And I'm quite sure there's a link out there on Google that you can click on. Where you can sign the petition and make this happen. But currently... I don't think the NBA has spoken about it or whatnot. But again, here's the other side to it. Jerry West 
has already made it clear. This was years ago. Years ago. You know what I'm saying? This, 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 this was years. This was years ago that Jerry West, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I believe in 2017. Jerry West said he doesn't want to be on the low. He, he doesn't want to be the NBA logo no more. So if the logo himself said three years ago that he doesn't want to be the logo no more, let's grant him his wish. And what better and, and what better person to make the logo than Kobe Bryant? From one Laker great to another, because even though the Celtics have the most championships. I still don't think they're more revered as the Lakers from the NBA standpoint. Yes, they have more championships. I believe they have 17. The Lakers have 16. If you, if you did a poll for which team is more popular, which team is more marketable out of the two teams, it's crystal clear that it's going to be the Los Angeles Lakers. So from one Laker great to another... Why not make it happen? So, you know, there's a bunch of people. Snoop, Uncle Snoop, he said that he's going to speak up about it. Um, Jordan said that, you know, Kobe should be the logo. So, you got a lot of people saying it. NBA, let's make it happen. Adam Silver, let's make it happen. Let's make the Black Mamba the logo. Let's make him the logo. Again, no not to Jerry West. We appreciate what you've done for the league for all these years. But I think for this generation of players, because a lot of these players, they grew up watching Kobe. A lot of these players that's in the league now, if it wasn't LeBron that they looked up to, before that, it was Kobe. It was Kobe being Bryant. So I think it's time that, you know, Kobe gets that ultimate stamp and be the NBA logo, which he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. They, are, they already announced that, you know, he was going to be in the Hall of Fame, which I already knew already. You know, once the names came out, I already knew this man was going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, it, it, again, it, 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 just, it just hurts to know that we will never be able to see him sidelines watching the Laker game again. We'll never be able to see him, you know, at the Mamba School Academy. That we'll never be able to see him with his daughter at a Laker game, or with his family as a whole. Unfortunately, the Hall of Fame will be sometime in September. Unfortunately, we won't be able to hear his Hall of Fame speech. I'm quite sure somebody, uh, you know, you know, picked the award up in his honor, and it was being reported that Jordan and Jordan, I believe it was either Jordan or Shaq, or maybe Phil Jackson, one of those three was going to be the one to induct Kobe in the Hall of Fame. And it's like, it's, 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 it's bittersweet. Like, it's, it's truly bittersweet because we truly, truly lost a legend. We didn't just lose a legend. We lost a hell of a human being, a hell of a human being. And again, like, it, 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 it still hurts. Like, it truly truly hurts so before i get off this you know i definitely again want to send my condolences to his wife vanessa bryant their three other daughters 
Um, I definitely want to send my I definitely want to send my condolences to the other passengers that lost their lives on that helicopter. I want to give condolences to their family as well. Um, thoughts and prayers are with y'all as well. Um, Kobe Bryant, we love you. We'll always love you. Um, we will definitely miss you. Your legacy will live on. Long live Kobe. Black mama forever. Um, everybody out there, just keep that mamba mentality. And that's what he would want. He would want us to keep that mamba mentality in whatever it is that we're doing. Whether it's your nine to five, whether you're inspiring to do this, whether you're in the podcasting game, keep that mamba mentality. If you want to keep his legacy alive, that's how you do it. Keep that mamba mentality. You know what I'm saying? But yes, I think it's time that, you know, he becomes the NBA logo. And um, before I wrap up on this, um, I definitely just want to, you know, give a moment of silence real quick for Kobe, for baby girl Gigi, and for the other um, seven passengers that um, passed away um, last Sunday in that helicopter accident. We love you, Kobe. We love you, Kobe. Long live Kobe. Black mama forever. Black mama forever. It's a wrap for this segment. Um, it's a wrap for this episode. Um, I told y'all I was only going to do um, two segments this episode. But um, again, thank you all for your support. Um, thank you all for sharing the podcast um, spreading the word to whoever it is that you spread it to. I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I'm gladly thankful and appreciative. Um, if you want to check out the podcast, the podcast is on iHeartRadio. Um, you can download Anchor. Um, it's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Radio Public, um, CastBox, um, Pocket Cast, Breaker There's plenty of streaming platforms That you can listen to the podcast um, You can also check the podcast out On my social media pages um, On Facebook Just look me up Dre Day Or you can like the podcast page On Facebook Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast Or you can go on Instagram Both of my pages My personal page Dre Day 1985 The link is in the bio and Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. The link is also in that bio as well. Or you can go on my Twitter page, Dre Day 1985. So again, thank you all for your support. Um, I'm truly thankful. I'm truly blessed and humbled by it. Um, so in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. This is the closing of episode 98. Good luck to both teams in the Super Bowl. The 49ers and the Chiefs made the best team win. And again, RIP Kobe Bryant, RIP baby girl Gigi, and to all seven of the other passengers in that horrific helicopter accident. Kobe, we love you. We miss you. 
Peace and love. Watch over us. Your legacy lives on. Like you say, Mamba out. On this one, I'm going to use your words. Dre Day out.